So Lovely. we can now begin episode one, I guess. Yes, yeah. Okay. Good to see everyone again. Uh, so soon. Yeah. It after feels like, like just did. Yeah. Like, oh, I think the last episode was what five minutes ago. Yeah, probably. Yeah. About that. Um, so welcome five minutes into the future, those of you who are listening to this directly after. And those of you who aren't, why not? Yeah, why because would you listen to the intro? That's <laughs> <laughs> what, fuck that. <laughs> we don't need to know about these guys, we just want to know what they're talking about. If well, these are some like assholes. <laughs> well, what we are talking about is um, a place known as the Watcher House. Now this this particular house is uh, located in USA, in mm-hmm. uh, New Jersey. USA. In, shut up, Dewey. <laughs> in Westfield, New Jersey. Which actually, Dewey, do you know where that is in relation to you? Yeah, that's about uh, I want to say ten hours south of me. Oh, maybe you can yeah, drive. Maybe yeah, you could go check it out. Yeah, us. you could go check it out. Hold on, let me let me see how far away it is. Exactly. It's got to be the only, there's like, my knowledge of New Jersey is that there's about, you know, five buildings there. So for one of them to be a house that's like a a mystery house, that's, you know, pretty substantial. Well, so, uh, the house watches. <laughs> that's what it defaults first, and that's in fucking Boston. Uh, house, New Jersey. Well, see, the, uh, the, the address is uh, 657 Boulevard. Just, just Boulevard. Right. <laughs> Not Boulevard Street or Boulevard Road or Boulevard Boulevard, which I think would have been a better choice. It's just ah. Boulevard. I think it might have also been called the Miller Corey House. Interesting. Yeah. Well, while Dewey is trying to figure out how maps work, um, this this particular house uh, was built in 1905, which is, like, pretty fucking long ago. Um, And apparently, from my information I've got here, it's about 90 miles or 145 kilometers away from New York, wherever the fuck that is. Do you know where New York is, right? Yeah. In relation to New Jersey, uh, pretty freaking close, to be honest. Oh. Well. Oh. In the relatively na- speaking, close. In the neighborhood that that six five seven Boulevard is in, uh, the average house price back when it was purchased, which was about June two thousand and fourteen, um. Was uh, eight hundred and fifty thousand US dollars, which today, accounting for inflation, even though it's not that fucking long ago, would be about one million US dollars, which is one point six million Australian dollars. Unfortunately, yeah, 
what the uh, new owners of the house actually paid was 1.3 million US dollars, which again 1.6 US, uh, 1.6 million today, or 2.4 million Australian dollars. Uh, it is on one of the biggest plots in town. It is a uh, six-bedroom house, and a lot of the neighbours around that area were young couples with kids. Now, the family that bought this house were the Broadduses. They are Derek and Maria, are the, the parents, and they got three kids. Uh, one of them's five, one of them's eight, one of them's ten. That's all we, we really know about. What they, what the, what the children are, um, they were definitely humans. We know that. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and what they pretty were planning? Sure. Not confirmed. Yeah, not confirmed. I'm pretty sure they're humans. Um, It'd be scary if they weren't. Oh, not really. I mean, it'd just add more questions. Yeah, really, and every, we all like yeah. more questions. More questions are good. And uh, fun fact, if you look up the address on Google and finally take a look at it, the house seems to be blurred out. Yeah. Well, this is because oh. of the Netflix house? Or the, the yeah. Show. Yeah, ne ne so Netflix I, being I, involved I in this is... a uh, series about this. Yeah, Netflix yeah. being involved in this has made digging up information a fucking pain in the ass. Because you keep, I, I keep finding shit why. about the movie, not about the actual house. But I've done, yeah. I've done I mean, my research. Maybe that's on purpose. Yeah, but I've done like my research. Something up. Uh, probably. Right. Who knows? But I've done my actual research, and I have uh, gone back in time to before the Netflix series using my time machine. That I've just got in the yeah. back. The way, the way back machine. Please tell uh, me it's a DeLorean. Please tell me it's a DeLorean. No, we, we, we couldn't, we couldn't uh, afford a DeLorean. It wasn't in our budget. Um, it's, it's a 2004 Toyota Camry, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just strapped in the back of a 2004 Toyota Camry. Uh, nah, it's a fucking ute. It's a goddamn ute. No, nah, no, we, we couldn't afford the utes. They were, they were too expensive. What? Yeah. Even the youths were too expensive? What the fuck? Yeah, we, we don't have much of a budget. We had to pick this one up secondhand. The floor the, the floors rusted out mostly. Uh, you know. All together with good thoughts and duct tape. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so the house was, when they bought it, was in excellent condition, but its basement was a tad leaky. I don't know why it's an important thing, but it is. Um, and the Broadduses were planning on redecorating and renovating the house during the summer and then moving in a bit later later afterwards. So just after buying the house, uh, the family brought in some contractors to start renovations. Which, you know, it's, it's what you normal. do, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's normal. depends. With a house that old, it is, but newer houses, eh, not so much. Generally, mm. just paint, well, paint, paint the walls yourself. To tell you the truth, That's bro, expensive. I'm a being a carpenter and working with new houses. <laughs> some of them <laughs> nearly do have to. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not quite up to standards. Yeah, not oh, no. quite up to standards well, for sure. Standards change a lot, though. Like, nah, within, like a five-year period, they can change sometimes, depending on the city. <laughs> Not to do with city ordinances or anything talking like about that. not 
I'm not talking about standards changing. I'm more talking about um dodgy, dodgy, dodgy. Um, yeah, <laughs> sitting the, the very far. No, nah, more like just sitting very much on the line of what's acceptable and what will pass, oh. and doing the minimum possible, which yep. never, you know, like with anything, okay, if you so... do a half-ass job, it always ends up being pretty shite. Yeah, and then it comes up later and being a really expensive repair that you really wish you had done right the first time. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> and then I'll get them to do that half ass too. Well, well yeah. sometimes. Other times you've learned your lesson and you've moved on from that. Well, yeah. Hopefully. Well, yeah, but the pro- unless you're looking at it the- through the whole way, like the whole way through, it's very easy to cover up like the important stuff, which you don't want to half ass usually gets covered up by the end and you don't see it anyway. Hmm. So the basement was leaky enough to make note of. Yes. Yeah. So that could be like faulty waterproofing. Most likely they didn't waterproof it correctly. Probably. Anyway, three days after getting the keys to the house, Derek uh, was just there alone doing some painting. About ten, mm-hmm. about ten p.m. He, he finished up. He checked the the, the mailbox, and uh, he found a handwritten envelope, which it uh, on the on the front, like on the outside of the envelope, it was just addressed to the new owner, in really shitty handwriting. Like honestly, bruh. And inside, do you have a photo of that? No, unfortunately, I do not. Ah. I know. I wanted to see how shitty it was because I've, I've. It's pretty, got shitty. A partner who's pretty shitty. Okay, well, except that it's just pretty shitty. Um, and everything inside this letter was um, typed like on a typewriter, or printed out or something. Um, Dollar type. <laughs> yeah. Um, Derek just assumed it was a, a welcome letter from the neighborhood because you know it's a bunch of couples with kids. It's fairly friendly, you know. You know how it is. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't quite that, you know. So, this is how the letter started. Dearest new neighbor of 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. Which I have to admit is really fucking creepy, honestly guys. Yeah, off, off, off the bat, you're like, this guy's got drugger issues, like, yeah, I better make I mean, sure I lock everything up every night. Everything except the whole second coming part, I would say, is not that concerning, you know, this guy just likes watching houses, you know, that's weird, but not neighbors. creepy, but it's the, the waiting for its second coming is the bit that, that uh, makes me think there might be something more to this. Hmm. It doesn't end there, though. So here's, here's another excerpt from the letter. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. 
maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. Like, come wow, on, dude. That's come on. More creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's intentionally <laughs> creepy. That's not like stating facts like I like watching houses. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, that is. Like, I'm. <laughs> That's like the crack dealer, I say crack dealer, the, the crackhead across the street saying, I can feel the insects in my brain scratching at my skull, and I need to tell you about it too. It's a little off-putting. Just a little bit. Yeah. Only a teensy-weensy yeah. bit. It's like but advertising, it gets... I could be anywhere. You'll yeah. never catch me. But it gets worse, because of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's, it's... You have yeah, children. I have oh, seen them. So far, wow, I think wow. there are three I have counted. Do you need to fill the house with young with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family, or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. So oh, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's about when you move out. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, you you would move out if you didn't just drop fucking one point six US dollars on it. One point yeah, six million. Yeah, you spent a lot of money on this house. You're not going to just leave, but like you're going to have to be like really vigilant and trying to go to yeah. the police and start making Too a bad the case. Cops won't do anything about it. Now I know because they... yeah. Well, they won't, no, but at least if you've got a record of this stuff happening with the police when something actually happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so when, you, when your children get murdered, you can say, ah, I told you so. <laughs> nah, when some dude st- comes up walking, you just tell the kids not to go and trust anybody. You make it so that at, at all times they're with That's... you unless at school, and then make sure the school's notified that some creep's been threatening our kids if anybody else but us tries to collect them from school, don't let them go with them and call us immediately and the police. I mean, that's already pretty standard procedure. Yeah, they don't do that all the time, though. Yeah, this is 2014. Which isn't that long ago, but you know. Nah, but even now, they just, like, guys, they can, you can still come up and, like, pretend to be a family member. There's been cases where kids have been taken from school. Yeah. Because they've been like, oh, I'm this family member, and they couldn't reach the parents, and like, oh, well, there's no reason for us not to think that. They look so similar, or they know their name and everything else that's going on. Yeah. You know, the parents. Yeah, but that that final letter displays intent, you know, like, it's not just I'm watching the house, it's, you know, I'm going to lure your children away. Like, that's... Yeah. Now, oh, that, yeah. That's, that's that's an extra level on. Uh... Yeah. Now, that, now the that first letter also uh, made references to the exact model of vehicle that the the family owned. Uh, they were wondering yeah. which of the rooms the kids would get, and they uh, expressed anger at the renovations that were going on. Now, this um this letter was signed the Watcher, which is where the name comes from, the Watcher hmm. House. Now, obviously, uh, well, maybe not obviously, but uh, Mr. Derek, Derek Brodus, uh, freaked the fuck out. Uh, yeah, understandably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he turned that off, seems like a rational response. He, he turned off all, all the lights in the house and immediately called the police. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you can't blame him for that. That's yeah. So the, an officer was sent over and you know looked over the letter, and a, a direct quote from that officer: "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Most most reasonable human beings would be like, okay, what the fuck is this? Like, the yeah. actual fuck? Who the fuck I'm does this? To send this? Yeah. Well, a troll, for one, is the first thing I can think of. Nah, trolls don't go that far, though. Y- you say like, that. You nah, if, if somebody's trolling somebody by doing that, they've got issues. So here's There's, the thing, though, is that, that yeah. like... The majority of the things stated in that letter aren't like Proper. aren't cre- aren't creepy on their own. Like they're just things you might think. Like if a new family moves into the neighborhood, you'd take note of what car they drive. But they've got you wouldn't kids. you wouldn't note it in a freaking letter. In That's what I mean. It's it's yeah. Sending it in the letter is is you know like like telling them that you've taken note of it is what's weird. Yeah. Well, on top yeah. of everything else, like the, uh, yeah, the luring the kids away. The kids, that's the, the kids away. That in combination like, with everything else, is where it's bad. Wondering what bedroom. If you're familiar with the house, and then you know, wondering what bedroom the kids are gonna get. Like that's not that out of the ordinary. It's, but you know, it's the. I mean, yeah, it's the, 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 the luring the kids away, and the fact that this was all written in letters with the intent of. Invoking fear. Oh, this I mean, is that... just the first letter. Oh, really? This is this one is letter. all one letter. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now it's uh, not so good anymore. So the officer comes over and he says, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Um, the officer also asked about any enemies that the Brodusers have, which they don't. They've just moved in. Uh, and recommended mm. moving some builder's equipment away from the back porch, unless they are uh, like whoever wrote these letters might try and break in or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and the officer also told them not to tell anyone about the letters, which is probably a good idea. Yeah, because it could be anyone. Yeah. Um, so then they contacted the previous owners, which was just an elderly couple, which, like, there were no issues with them. And now mm. the the interesting thing about this letter, when the police looked into it, is that it was processed on the fourth of June, which is before the sale of the house was public information. Yeah, so they just knew it before oh. public information. Yeah, they just saw that there were people living in the house. No, no, no they knew before that. So they were able to get the real estate files and know who had bought the house. Yeah, which right. Before any of that Before was public, that. like you, a normal person wouldn't be able to get this information unless they were told. Which meant that whoever sent that letter was someone in the neighborhood that they're living in. Mm, how do you? How would you know that the letters processed at a certain time? I assume uh, just because of postal stamping or right. inking. He didn't just like rock up and chuck it in the mailbox. Like it was actually posted. Yeah, it was posted. House. Yeah, yeah, it was properly delivered, but with no return address, obviously. Well, yeah, no return no, address. No. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Well, that'd be like, a well, pretty well, That would have been a big thing to say. Please return to the creepy guy. <laughs> of course, that would have made a very short episode. Very I mean, short. if it had a return address, I wouldn't be talking about it because it wouldn't be a mystery. 
I mean, yeah. unless that return address led to absolutely fucking nowhere. Oh, unless the return address was the house itself. Yeah, I mean, that's that's yeah. one way to do it. If lost, return to where you wanted it to go in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so all that sort of caused extreme anxiety in the uh, two parents who agreed not mm. to tell their kids about any of this. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you don't need the kids that we get all freaked out. Uh, so. They wouldn't be freaked out in the first place unless they got questioned by somebody else in the family who decided to break that if they were told. So, so that, that elderly couple had lived there for however many years, decades even. 23 never years. Received, never received any letters, never... nothing. I'll come to that later. Right. So... They returned to the house several times, you know, with their kids, but they didn't really let their kids go near the edges of the garden. Uh-huh. Uh, and they once did invite a couple to take a look at, like, the minor changes they were doing in the, in the renovations. And the wife of the couple just happened to uh, say something that I'll, I'll quote for you here. It would be nice to get some young blood in the neighborhood. Yeah, but that's also a saying. I know, but that's, it's it's still saying they because they just received the letter. They were they were now immediately suspicious of this couple. Yeah, they were, they were sensitive to it. Yeah, which is the other thing. Yeah, like, they were primed by the letter to be suspicious of anyone saying it like, like that. But yeah, they were actively looking for anything. Yeah, yeah. Now, after a couple of days, uh, some other neighbor decides to uh, have a welcoming barbecue. Which was to welcome not one, but two new families to the neighborhood. Because the Broadduses aren't the only people who apparently moved, uh, built a house that week. Ah. Yeah, or not built, but bought, rather. Yeah. Um, during this, this neighborhood, um, one Mr. John Schmidt made a comment about a house next door to where 657 Boulevard is. About a family known as the Langfords. Uh, he thought they were particularly strange, and their mother, whose name is Peggy, uh, lives there with her adult kids. Peggy now, you, now, you, now, you're probably thinking these kids are like, what, 20, 30? Right? Yeah. No, they're in their 60s, and the mother's ah, in her wow. 90s. Wow. I call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to stereotype, I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but uh, I'm going to say it's probably them. Yeah. So, one of, one of the, the kids, quote-unquote kids, um, is single, unemployed, and he has schizophrenia. No. Bingo. There you and go. That family moved in when this, this kid, Michael, was a child, which was in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Uh, their right. father passed away 12 years ago from... 2014, which I'll let... Yeah, like, from, from being really fucking old. Yeah. But everyone in the neighborhood just called Michael, like, a harmless eccentric, and they're all reassuring him that, oh, yeah, he's just a bit weird, but he's, he's harmless. And then the... And then the yeah. And then the second letter arrives. Oh, wow. See, the, the only issue that with just going, oh, yeah, it's Michael, is that the letter said that his grandfather watched in the 20s, and you said that they only moved in in the 60s. Yeah. So, but unless... He's got, but he's got schizophrenia, too. So yeah, that's... 
suppose. We don't necessarily know that, though. But let's hear the second letter. So the second letter, instead of being addressed to the uh, new owners, is addressed to the Broadduses. But they fucked up the spelling of the names. So they'd probably only heard the name and gone off of the phonetic spelling instead of the actual spelling. Right. Which means that they were probably, whoever it was, was probably at that barbecue. Uh. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's a possibility. Could have also yeah, just I mean, been. I mean, you also said that the the house full of adult children lived like next door to the. Yeah. Like, you know, there's plenty of opportunities to overhear their their name. Mm-hmm. Now, to this sec- second letter uh, begins. Uh, welcome, welcome again to your new home at six five seven Boulevard. The workers have been busy, and I have been watching you unload carfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. Besides asbestos? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> that's gonna yeah. probably be the first thing they find is goddamn asbestos. Um, the letter also mentions each of the kids by the nicknames that the parents use, which... Like, I was not able to find because legal reasons, etc., etc. Yeah. Anyway, so... So, I mean, whoever whoever's writing these letters has gotten close enough to the house to overhear... Yeah. Or was at the barbecue, but to, to overhear their name and also the nicknames of the children. Yep. Yeah. Just a little unsettling, isn't it? And also, watch, watch unload, like, what was it, truckfuls of personal belongings? That means they were Carfuls. there for a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't just a, a, a drive-by, oh, look at the house, it looks fine, and then keep going. Like, it was there for no, a I'm... substantial amount of time. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, it continues. I am pleased to know your names now, and the names of the young blood you have brought me. You certainly say their names often. Which I assume is because they keep telling them to like come away from the garden or whatever, because they're afraid some fucking psycho is going to kidnap their children. I mean, yeah, would, yeah. wouldn't you? Okay, it's the schizo son next door. <laughs> He's hey, that would definitely feel not good. He's certainly got my vote. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's got to be somebody who lives like around their house. So I'd be going like. You know, either side, and if there's houses behind them, whoever lives behind them. Mm. I mean, I, look, I don't want to, I don't want to stereotype just because he's schizophrenic, but I mean, you know, doesn't do anything else. Like he hasn't got a job. He doesn't do anything except stay at home. They live right next door, and they've been there since the sixties. Mm-hmm. And the father. But it kind of matches up. Yeah. It matches up, but there, like, there's no definitive proof. So no. All they can do is speculate, but they moved on from speculating to leaving the fucking building, if I remember correctly. Now, just uh, touching on that family again, uh, information that I have found says that um, the Langfords the great-grandfather of... So the father of the father that's passed away, uh, mm-hmm. I believe used to be the mayor of that town and built 
that house. Ah. Uh-huh. Built the yeah. house in the 60s? Built, no, built the house in 1905. Right. And then it got sold, and their family just so happened to move in next door to their house. So it just be a ploy to get them out of the house so that they can buy it? Mm, oh, so just just because they haven't lived there before the 60s, like the, the, the adult children family moved in in the 60s, but they've got family ties to the house as far back as it being built. Yes, that is correct. Right, so it's quite possible that they just lived somewhere else nearby. It is. Anyway, so the letter continues. Um, the, like they had been watching the young daughter when she was practicing painting. And a, another quote from this letter is uh, asking, is she the artist of the family? Now, where this young, young daughter was painting was like on a patio. There was, you could only see it from two directions. Mm-hmm. One would have been the neighbors opposite the Broadduses, like backyard to backyard. Yep. And the other one was directly from Langford's window. Oh, okay, so wow. the, schizo, the schizo's room. No it, directly from the schizo's room, yes. Mm-hmm. No bueno. Yeah, no there bueno. you go. No bueno. Nope. I reckon the plot twist is going to be that it's not them. Now, the letter continues. Uh, 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all of the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement, or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic, or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me better to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I am the Watcher and have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too, Broaders family. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard, and now it has brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I will be watching. What a creep. Now, you may have noticed that... uh, in there, it mentioned that they uh, had contacted the previous owners, the Woods. Yeah. Which was true. However, oh, yeah. the Woods had only received a single letter from the Watcher. Oh. And this letter was far less creepy. Oh, oh God. Basically, it just thanked them for looking after the house. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, that's about it. So, so the, the woods were... They're, they're old, aren't they? Yes, they're yeah. Like, yeah. 
Aaron Oldham. So it's like the fact that they didn't, they didn't do anything to the house. They just sort of kept it as it was. Yeah. And that was fine. But then, so obviously I can understand the watcher getting upset at the house being renovated, but that first letter was sent before anyone had even moved in. Correct. Also, this is the perfect time to invest in some home security. I mean, get some, ca- he says he passes by multiple times a day. Just get some cameras. Speaking of cameras, that's exactly what they did. They set up security cameras. They yeah, also contacted go, yeah. ex-FBI and security companies to get information on all of their neighbours. <laughs> okay. I, I laugh only because that sounds like what a uh, paranoid, like, nosy neighbour would do, I'd imagine. Well, I mean, it's only paranoia if you're wrong. I mean, this is... But even then, it's just being uh, very careful, is what I would put it as. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. call this paranoia. This is... Take an appropriate <laughs> step. Yeah, yeah, this it's... is actually like reasonable steps. Yeah, considering the situation, I might even it might even call for some tactical arson. I mean, <laughs> tactical arson. I, mm, let's not jump to arson because it can spread if un, in an uncontrolled manner, and also stupid illegal. Don't do it. Now, I mean, well, you get cameras, and then the next step is what, like, higher actual physical security. Well, mm, the next step, technically speaking, is getting a dog. Now, what they did do—that's um, cheaper. <laughs> so, what what they did after that is, uh, oh boy. So they started to like after contacting the FBI and stuff, they made their own letter which oh, just yeah. basically said that they would tear their house down. And nice. they sent it to the Langfords, addressed to Michael. Uh-huh. But this didn't provoke a reaction. Like, from the Watcher? From, from the anyone? Watcher, from anyone. So they basically said, stop sending us letters or we'll tear the house down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, it's evident that the Watcher cares deeply about the house. A little bit too much. Now, it's what no longer their home. What they did do, however, was they uh, were consulting with the HOA about yeah. house tearing houses. about ah. actually tearing the house down, splitting this plot into two, and building two separate houses. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, this constantly got denied because they were saying that the plots would be too small despite the fact that other plots of land on that street were smaller. So, you know, a little bit of bullshit going on there. That's why you don't join a HOA. Yep. Well, I think they didn't really have a choice. You don't buy into a HOA, that's the whole point. I don't think they really got a choice, Darian. They they probably probably didn't think it was going to be an issue when they first moved in. Yeah. No. They generally didn't, because that's not normally what happens. No, normally when you buy a house, you don't receive letters like this. Normally, no. (laughs) Which is, yeah, it's a bit fucked up. Just a little. Just a little, you know. No, it's it's more than just a little fucked up. That's actually pretty... This is like keep you awake at night levels of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
by this time they were going like this is when they had sold their previous house but instead of moving into this house they moved into the house of the wife's mother because they just did not feel safe there yeah which is understandable yeah. So they've yeah. sold 357 Boulevard or whatever. No, they haven't sold it. No, they have not. They have not sold right. it. They've just... They've um, just moved elsewhere. Yeah. Look, they hadn't moved in, but they were preparing to, and then they've gone, nope, this is too fucking weird and creepy, and I don't trust anything, so I'm out of here. Yeah. Fair enough. Perfectly reasonable. I can't fault them for that. Yeah. And I take it that this is when they got another letter? Correct! <laughs> and this begins to, uh, where have you gone to? 657 is missing you. The house is crying from all of the pain it is going through. You have changed it and made it so fancy. You are stealing its history. It cries for the past and what used to be in the time when I roamed its halls. 657 Boulevard is turning on me. It's coming after me. I don't understand why. What spell did you cast on it? It used to be my friend, and now it is my enemy. I am in charge of 657 Boulevard. It is not in charge of me. I will fend off its bad things and wait for it to become good again. It will not punish me. I will rise again. Which is a bit, you know... uh... I mean, that once again just alludes to Michael. Yep. Totally does. I yeah. have to respond because he was smart enough not to, because he knew if he did, he'd be immediately picked out and the police would be there. Mm-hmm. The other question With, I have um, yeah, you go. is, uh, hold on, where, like, did they check the mailbox and it was in 657, or did they get this letter from her mother's house? No, no, it's, it's, a, it's all at 657 Boulevard. Okay, just wanted to make sure, because, make sure, like... And yeah. so you're saying that Michael's ancestor or whoever built the house in 1905. I believe so, yes. And when did he leave? Like, when was the house first sold to someone not in the family? I believe it was in 1912. Right, so he's built it, lived in it for a few years, and then left it. Yeah. So I'm like, just because if it's Michael, he mentions having roamed its halls as a child, I think. Um mm. Like, when could that have happened? Well, he's 60 years old, sorry. Yeah. You're so talking about, like, 50 years sometime ago. Sometime in the 60s, yeah. You have a very wide gambit of possible time. Well, he says that his father watched over the house in the 60s, so that's probably when Yeah. he yeah. roamed its halls. But, like, that that's um, also when they moved into the house, so it's possible that he just went next door and walked around. When no one lived there for a time, maybe? I don't know. Now, around the time of this third letter is when they were, like, trying to get it put, made into two blocks, which obviously didn't work. So they started trying to rent it out, and um, after a couple of weeks, they actually succeeded. A new new family came in. Um, and they but there, but but getting weird letters. But there was a clause in this rental agreement saying that the, if they got a letter addressed to them from the watcher, they were allowed to break the lease with no punishment and just leave. Fair enough. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. That's yeah. reasonable, actually. Like, that's actually okay. Now, How are you going to get anyone to move in unless that's the case? Hmm. Um, and that was in the spring of 2016, so it's been two years now, from 2014 to 2016, that this has been going on for. And they haven't lived there for the majority and of And they have not lived there at all. Yeah, right, so they were moving in. And they then... were, yeah, they were moving in, and then they just stopped and moved elsewhere. Yeah. Got spooky, scary skeletons. Yeah. So I guess the only other option for them now is to sell the house. Yeah, and we will get to that. But before we get to that, there's another letter. Uh huh. There's always another letter. So and what, this is letter number four? This is letter number four. Uh, this letter reads, 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters barricading its gates. My soldiers of the Boulevard followed my orders to a T. They carried out their mission and saved the soul of 657 Boulevard with my orders. All hail the Watcher. Which we can only assume is referring to when they were trying to get the house torn down to make to subdivide it into two plots. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier, and it had occurred to me that the Watcher could actually be the entire neighborhood. It certainly could. Like, yeah, the letters might be written by um, one individual, Michael. Oh, yeah, one individual. But like, it's possible that you know. It, there's like more than one person in on it. Mm. Uh, um, I'd be interested to see who is the head of the HOA or who is uh, who has influence in the HOA. Well, we will get to that. Right. No. But there's still more of this letter. Oh, I see. Yep. Yes. Maybe a car accident. Maybe a fire. Maybe something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day after day. And yes, it, it does repeat it that many times. I don't know why. Seems a bit excessive to me. Anyway, uh, maybe the mysterious yeah. death of a pet. Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones break. You are despised by the house. And the Watcher won. <laughs> what a weirdo! And that—that that was Watcher One. That is, the and like that's like that's sort of some like fortune teller BS where they just throw a large net and something's gonna hit. That is also like... the last letter that was sent by the Watcher. So after but, that, the Watcher, the Watcher One, but like nothing really changed. Yeah, like nothing really happened. Except that, like, they, they moved out. Like, they never... They never moved They never in. actually did move in. They made renovations and then left. Yeah. Like... And they lost 400,000 US dollars on it when they sold it. Why are you reading my notes, Dewey? Get out of there! Because I'm eager. God damn it, Dewey. Yeah, we, we haven't got to that yet. Just fucking spoiling shit. Yeah. It's not a spoiler... Say... The one Not a spoiler, that, that, considering what's happening there. It brings up a good point, though, that with every letter the Watcher is sending, because you have to disclose that shit. Yeah. If you're going to sell it. Like, it's, it's lowering the property value with every letter. Yep. Oh, yeah. And 
uh, since Dewey's and already neighbors sp- hear about it. Since since Dewey's already uh, spoiled, fucking how much they lost on it. Uh, it was also sold in 2019. Oh, so five, five years after they bought it. Yep, and there were no reports of the new inhabitants of any letters arriving or anything. No one knows who the Watcher is. But now well, we come into it? oh, just some fucking family. No one. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't not not anyone. Door, no, it? not anyone related to anyone in the neighborhood, as far as I'm aware. Right, new new blood. Yeah, again. <laughs> um. Now, on to the candidates. And yes, who are suspects? Obviously, we've got we've got the, the the Langfords, but the people that I think are behind it would be the neighbours that are directly behind them. They're oh, yeah. a, a middle aged couple with no children. Uh, they're fairly well off. Yeah, they're also of a lot of like a higher importance in that HOA sort of an area. They've got a lot of you know. Yeah. They've got a lot of money. A lot of people. They've got influence. They've got the influence. HOA. They've got money. And uh, you know how when I mentioned uh, when the daughter was painting, there are only yeah. two possible yeah. places you could be seen from. And that was one of them. And that was one of them because these are the neighbors directly behind that house. Yeah. Okay. And it just so happens that they had a couple of lawn chairs in their yard pointed directly at the house, which they would occasionally be seen just sitting in with a pair of binoculars. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah. See, I didn't know this before. (laughs) Yeah. My question is, when did they move in? What do we know about their, uh, like, residence history? Unfortunately, that's all we really know about them because they've they've kept to themselves. Any attempts to dig that information up has led to legal repercussions from them. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not illegal to get um, public uh, purchasing, like property purchasing. It can be sterilized a little bit, but like you generally can get away with some really funky shit. Yeah, but they keep like threatening to sue people for defamation by trying to imply that they're the Watchers. Which is why I have to uh, put a big fat allegedly here, so that, you know, I doubt they could sue us anyway. But, you know. Well, they could sue, they could sue that, Alex, because he's in America. It's definitely, it's definitely <laughs> sus, though. Oh, yeah, hella uh, sus. So, despite the fact that, um, whatever his name was... Michael's family had lived mm-hmm. there since the sixties, and his grandfather had built the house. Yeah, it the the people behind them had also possibly lived sense. in that house for multiple generations. If you know, if it's like, oh, my grandfather watched the house in the twenties, my father watched it in the sixties, and now I'm watching it. I mean, that implies that they've lived in that neighborhood for a while. But that could also right. mean they just know the family next door and figure they'd mm. make it sound like it's the family next door to avoid suspicion to themselves. That's exactly what I'm thinking, Darren. So they're trying to frame the They're trying to frame the schizo guy. Yeah. Now I mean that that would also explain why the letter that the uh that was sent to Michael never received a response. Because it it's would. not him. There's also another little bit of police evidence. Oh, so yeah, on these go. letters that were posted, they had 
postmark stamp things, which had the back of them licked. So yeah. the police were able to do a bit of DNA testing on that. And they found that whoever licked the back of that postage stamp was a woman. Ah. Now, and while probably this... Probably not a 90-year-old woman. Well, it could be. But they did manage to get a DNA sample from the Langford house of that old woman without her knowing by just going through their trash, as the police do. Yeah. And yep. the DNA profile... Pretty standard police work. Yeah. Pretty standard well, police state, work. And uh, the, no, D- the DNA profile wasn't a match at all. Which means that it probably wasn't the Langfords, because they don't really get out much. They don't, you know. Mm, unless she was outsourcing her envelope licking. Yeah, which is kind of nah. weird, to be frank. No, nah, well then, it could have just been the next uh, neighbours behind them it who didn't want been. them there. Yeah. Unfortunately, they, there was then, no DNA you know, testing on them or anything. Yeah, because like, they, they didn't go through the trash. Yeah. yeah. That or their trash wasn't accessible enough for them to do that in the first place. Oh, they weren't even suspects until yeah. the Netflix movie came out and revived that whole thing. Uh, and they just sort of right. looked into them and were like, oh, Could that's interesting. Guys. But then they just didn't do anything about it. It's weird to me that a Netflix series came out so soon. I mean, because this only went down like less than a decade ago. Oh yeah. At the time of this recording, like, um, yeah, like it, it, normally whenever you see a, a Netflix series about some sort of mystery, it's something that happened, you know, twenty, thirty years ago. Mm. Back in the early 1920s, 1930s, 1940s, those time periods. Uh, and the Watcher thing isn't a movie. Um, it's a series, I believe. And the first episode was aired all in October of 2022, which is like less than a year ago from when we're recording this. That's what, yeah, literally three years after it all sort of wrapped up and was sold yeah. and everything. For those of you who are not aware, it is currently July 21st, 2023. Yes. Well, 22nd for us, but yeah. Well, okay. Time zones being what they are, we are not all in the same time zone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh... It's got Jennifer Coolidge in it? Wow, that's a... I'm sorry. I'm looking at the cast of the Netflix series because I haven't I haven't seen it, but like, no, I there are some names here. There are some names there, eh? Mm. Yeah. Mia Farrow, Naomi Watts. Like it's there's people. <laughs> Nothing suspect though. Aww. Oh, I don't think it was any of the actors. It's like, oh, know, let's I'm make this case. I'm just having fun with it at this point because there's just so much to digest. Like, oh my god. Now, there I can... a third suspect. There is? Yeah, the residents of the house themselves. Ah, yeah. I just sort of immediately yeah. discounted that, though. Yeah, why would they do that to themselves? A, they're losing value in the house. B, they didn't move into the house. Like, I, I mean, But what they, they did do, the Darian, is they sold the rights to the movie for Netflix... 
and um, while the exact amount was, I don't think, was ever disclosed, they definitely made up for what they lost. Yeah, but still, they wouldn't have planned that from the beginning to create all the, you know, go through all that trouble just to get a Netflix series deal. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that much money that it's six years of inconvenience. I know, right? Very unlikely. Not impossible, just highly unlikely. It's not really an inconvenience. It's like, oh, I'll just write a letter every now and then. Yeah. Well, a random letter and also act unhinged as fuck. Mm. Yeah, like you're suspecting something. Yeah, look, honestly, it's probably not them, but, you know, cool idea. Yeah, my, my money's still on the people of behind the house. Yeah, ever since you mentioned, you know, everything about them, <laughs> I'd have to agree. Yeah, they sound sus. <sighs> well, the lawn chairs especially, and the binoculars, it's like, why? What are you yeah, looking at in New Jersey? The skyline? As, as soon as you from said, your backyard? They, yeah, they were no. often seen chilling in their lawn chairs with binoculars. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's probably them. Yeah. Nothing says the watcher like binoculars. Yeah, and a lawn and, chair. And it's like, and then, you know, nobody says anything about them doing that because, like, they're pretty prominent in the HOA and they do well for themselves. Like, there's no real point in fucking with them. Yeah. They've, got, they've not got the neighborhood by the balls. Like. <laughs> the proverbial balls, if anything. Because mm. there are ways to dissolve HOAs. Oh, no, so surely you could appeal to a higher authority if you wanted to have the block split. It mm. depends on the legality, of, the legalese of the uh, HOA's contract. It's, it's really fucky. Really fucky. But, like, the HOA's HOA doesn't have really authority over the, like, the law. Nah. No, but they're, they they can, under certain circumstances, basically be their own fucking city-state, depending on how, like, they are. Oh, yeah. set up. Like, they'll have their own ordinances that are basically the de facto law of that area. Only yeah. superseded by, like, certain state law or federal law. It, it gets real fucky over here, man. Yeah, HOAs right. are weird. And yeah, honestly, it's pretty stupid. We don't really have them like, over here. Yeah. Yeah, we don't huh. really have them or deal with them. No, here they're pain. You you actually have lawyers who specialize in HOA shenanigans. Ah, I've I've just uh, specialize in tree law. I've just found a thing. Uh, so they lost uh four hundred thousand on the house, right? Doing. Yep, that tracks. Yeah, uh, they that. they they, they they gained ten million for the rights to the story. Right. Ah. Now, it's I'm going to so say much fucking... <laughs> bit of a long shot, and it probably isn't the, what was it, the Broadduses? The Broadduses, yeah, that's the fact. Probably isn't the Broadduses, but if it was, then, I mean, what do you do? You write yourself some letters, you act all paranoid, and then you, like, because, I mean, the Watcher probably isn't them, but they also knew all of the stuff in the letters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, you see the guy in the lawn chair with the binoculars and you go, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, that'll, that'd take a very interesting person to come up with that, honestly. Yeah. 
Like, to be like, yeah, let's, like, make up this watcher dude. But then it happened before the long chairs. Like, it was happening as... I was going to say, the first letter might be legit, and then after that they said, right, let's exaggerate this to the point where we can sell it. Oh, yeah. They could have. That would make sense to me. But, oh, I don't know. They'd have... It doesn't really make sense to me because I'd be more concerned about, you know, this creepy guy trying to... I say, yeah, the first letter was pretty full on. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the first letter, that was the yeah. one with the, I'm going to lure your children away. That's, yeah, that exactly. Was the first, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah like, that's... Yeah. Uh, I don't think you'd then go, oh, let's try and blow this out of proportion and make it into a movie one day. Nah. Yeah, I'd, I'd that pass. One, yeah, that's a little bit too unhinged. Yeah, it's a bit too far-fetched for me. Like, I mean, plus the, the envelope being licked and all that, like... Yeah. And they, they didn't, wouldn't. like, so the family that was targeted, they didn't offer up their own DNA just to, like, you know. I believe they did. To prove them. They did? Mm. I believe they did. I believe they, they did offer, but it wasn't tested. They're like, yeah, no, it's clearly not you guys. We're not even going to bother testing that. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that, that. And the fact that they bought, like, they bothered to offer too, it's like, yeah, nah. And, like, the theory of it was the Brodosses only really came up after the Netflix show happened yeah yeah it's like if you're gonna steal something from a shop you you want to as you're walking out like offer up your bags for the for the person to check it because they'd think well if he's offering up his bag to check it there's no way he's stealing right yeah there's no reason like he would this is not advice (laughs) yeah this is not not advice for criminals but the thoughts crossed everyone's <clears throat> mind at some point. You think, oh, if I was ever going to steal, I'd just offer up my bag because then they wouldn't check it. Because yeah, mm, why would they? There'd be very little. Mm. Not that I've ever done that, of course. Yeah, you're not speaking from experience. No, no, yeah. this is pure pure speculation that yeah. if I ever was going to. <laughs> right. You do it with a little bit more tact, possibly, maybe. Mm. So I guess the, the advice is if you're going to write creepy letters to yourself with the hopes of selling it, uh, you want to offer up your own DNA for the for the testing of the envelope because then you know they're not going to test it. Probably because you know They'll if you're offering it, highly up unlikely to test it. Well, you know, just get a dog to lick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't don't fucking lick the envelopes. <laughs> yeah. Or you know, just you know, spray a bit of water, or you know, get or your contact glue with water. Uh, no, don't use your fingertip; that'll leave a fingerprint. Yeah, I mean, that is something else uh, that lends itself to the theory of the of the behind neighbors is that they probably didn't realize DNA testing was a thing. Like you said, they're an elderly couple that lived there. Oh, they're not elderly, but they're like late right. middle age. They probably hadn't considered that testing the DNA of the envelopes was ever something that was going to be done. Yeah. They probably didn't realize there was ever going to be an issue with licking the envelopes because that's what you do. You lick the envelopes. But then they never got, you know, tested anyway, so it doesn't really matter because they didn't get tested. Yeah, but they couldn't guarantee that that wasn't going to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that could is... also be why they went kicking and screaming and went, nah, not letting you do anything, because um, otherwise we're going to see you. Yeah. A little bit. Like, that. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> sus. If it's not you, you're just going to go, yeah, let's just get this over with and be like, here you go. Yeah. 
Like the, as long as they're not trying to inv invade your privacy. You know, if they're just doing simple tests, they'd be like, oh, we just need to test this. Just to discount you, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Second, they're like, no, 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 I'm going to fight you, I'll take you to court. It's like, yeah. Yeah, that's... Come on. I mean, but now it's so far after the fact that if you do, it actually is going to be slander, because if you're wrong, like, okay, Oh, yeah. Wrong, and now you're, you're, you're uh, going to be sued for libel. Which is another freaking shitstorm that you had to deal with, and uh, yeah, yeah no, uh, not that fun. Once it's all done and dusted, and you know, there's no reason to bring it back up again. Yeah, there's no point in saying, "Oh, they did it," because what if they didn't? You don't have the evidence anyway. So yeah, yeah, it's all speculation. And then if you go ruining somebody's reputation over that, well, yeah, you kind you of get to deal with the grand fuckery. Yeah, of defamation suits. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's all I've got for this this particular topic. Well, it's a very interesting yeah, one. Mostly happy. It, it is. At least nothing like creepy, too creepy happened. Like yeah, at least nothing ever came of it. Yeah. Oh, oh, we'll, we'll, in future episodes, we'll get there. Don't you worry. Yeah, but I, I'm they just happy nothing happened to like down. the kids or anything. It was just like it was just frets. Yeah, no, we will be going over it. things that happen to kids, unfortunately. Yeah, well, it does happen, unfortunately, and I don't like it, but... I don't yeah. like it either. So you're I'm saying that this, happy it didn't. this case was relatively tame by comparison. By comparison oh, yeah. of, of the things that I have in my repertoire? Yes. So next week, I will be going over ranged weapons throughout history. So we're going to start with... Uh, the most simple forms of uh, when cavemen first learned how to throw things, and then we're going to end up with uh, some sort of conceptual futuristic stuff that's being uh, planned. Rail guns. Yeah, stuff like plasma rifles, heat rays, and orbital drop rods, and all kinds of stuff. But uh, and everything in between. Honestly, Ooh. yeah, but orbital drop rods have been like pretty much available for ages. It's just that it wasn't worth towing that crap up there because it was so heavy. And... <laughs> Tow the crap up mm. there and let it come back down. Well, yeah, great. Well, and, and, well, and apparently it's not very accurate either. Well, we'll talk about all of that next week. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's that's the episode one. I hope you episode people one. I hope you people enjoyed it. And if you didn't, I'm going to find you and watch you no. and send you no, threatening no, letters. Prepare to receive a letter. Tap. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. Well, right. I hope I never You're receive right. a letter ever again. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, who's who receives letters nowadays? It's all email. Based. I'm just, I'm never opening I, my it's, mail. It's all spam. <laughs> it's all spam. That's all I have to. Do. I know, right? Could you it imagine? Could you imagine getting spam like letters through your your like mailbox? Oh, that'd be so <laughs> annoying, and you'd be like, "What a waste of paper, mate!" Like. It, it is a waste and, of paper. I still and like what that. now? I have to go <laughs> chuck this in the bin. Oh. No, you use it for kindling. When, when yeah, that's what I do. Oh. I burn mine. I, I save mine and shred it, and then either use it for uh, kindling or for other shenanigans. Mm. Oh, nice. Mm. 
I get a lot of spam. I hate it so much. 